Thank you for downloading this New Zealand Sports Radio show. We have a new way that you can support us. There is a link in the notes down below where you can make a one-off donation to New Zealand Sports Radio. Thank you for support and uh, enjoy the show. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. The Mighty Ten Cup is nearly here. And yes, the Mighty Ten Cup is our favourite rugby competition here on New Zealand Sports Radio. Uh, and that's why we have been getting round all of the different provinces, having a chat with the coaches, talking about their squads, seeing how their club competition's been working out uh, and uh, asking them, what does success look like? Hi, I'm Paul. Um, I'll be your host this evening. Uh, and um, I have the absolute pleasure of having head coach Mark Ozich from uh, the half uh, oh, Don Blank Hawks <laughs> Bay Magpies. Uh, how are you doing, sir? Yeah, I'm good. Good. Thanks, Paul. How are you? I'm not bad. Not bad. I've uh, managed to make a major faux pas earlier today by uh, calling the uh, county's Manukau head coach, the assistant coach, um, during the um, intro. But luckily for you, um, I've got it right this time. So, phew. Um, there we go. No problem. You're a busy man. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it'll, be, it'll be hard to get around everybody. So and fit everyone in. So, yeah. Well, so. I'm I'm hoping to get eleven. Three three uh, t- two provinces haven't replied and one said no. But I won't I won't name names here on the yeah. show. But uh, eleven have have, have been good. Um, mm-hmm. Now for um, for you guys, uh, the obviously we've had a shortened um, club competition. But how important mm-hmm. has that club competition been for you guys and uh, putting together your minor ten cup squad? Oh, very important, really. Um, with uh, COVID, a lot of our preseason games. And our wider training group, uh, we weren't able to go out and get fixtures. So we relied pretty heavily on the club competition to uh, yeah, sort out contracting and form and whatnot. So um, it's pretty important uh, to stay in touch with all our players and, and see how people are tracking, considering there's no real rep program uh, to speak of. Mm. And uh, looking there that, um, at the top, um, uh, the uh, HRS... Um, Auto Super Shop Hastings um, yep. have uh, topped the topped with, um, with with TRSC, but I mean, neither of those teams went through undefeated. Uh, it looks like you had a pretty competitive uh, um, club competition down there uh, in Hawks Bay. Yeah. yeah, I think it was. I think if you go all the way down to um, Central Hawks Bay, MAC, Havelock, Clive, they all on their particular days challenged um, other teams and uh, created upsets along the way. So. Um, some of those teams had a number of injuries which impacted them, particularly at club footy. Uh, sometimes you only have a, 
a good 18 players, if you know what I mean. And so when you get a couple of injuries, um, sort of the form uh, can slump. So HRS had a really good squad and so did Taradale. And to be fair, old boys Maris and Tech, um, probably on the on the back of their, the depth of their club squads, uh, did pretty well. Yeah, and uh, well, we've heard stories of um, coaches getting roped in and having to pull on the boots um, to make up numbers, especially when there's, uh, well, you probably haven't, didn't have it down there, but some um, up in Northland, players getting caught up in Auckland and not being able to get out to games and mm. uh, the whole lockdown has caused issues and, and also people losing their jobs and then having to work funny hours and therefore taking any job they can, and therefore missing out on club competition. Yeah. So yeah, it's been a real struggle for the clubs, um, but well done to them all for, yeah. for putting together a season. Yeah, absolutely. Couldn't agree more. Um, and uh, so off the back, we've heard that uh, from Manawa 2, I think, they, I think it was Manawa 2, they said they had got through like 50 players uh, in um, last year or so. so um, but some that does mean that you are going to be, going, uh, even though you've named your squad now, uh, there will be still players from outside that squad in that club competition who you're going to have to call on uh, mm. to, um, uh, to, to 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 keep your squads going, aren't you, throughout this minor 10 cup season? Yeah, most definitely. I think uh, guess the campaign will will test the depth of every every provincial union, but you certainly get home on squad number 30 to 45. If you've got quality guys uh, in club footy in the province, uh, certainly helps if you do get a couple of injuries uh, in key positions to be able to go to the well. And if there's players there of good quality, it actually, you know, makes a big difference in the wash-up of, of the season, for sure. Yep. And uh, so you've, you've named your, um, your, 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 your squad now. And uh, looking through there, a couple of names that will be missing that people have seen have, have been there for quite a while now. They feel like yeah. some Allardyce and Ty yeah. Falcon. Um, so you've definitely got some players who are going to have to step up this season, haven't you, with those experience campaigns gone? Yeah. You know, like, um, I guess a lot of PU's players have moved on to uh, offers offshore. So both Tian and Michael uh, have gone to Japan or signed with clubs in Japan. So they've moved on, but it provides opportunity for somebody else. So, um, yeah, I think it's all about looking forward and guys stepping up into those spaces and taking taking their opportunities. Now, as, as we talked earlier um, uh, in the year when we had that uh, interview with you, you guys, uh, you, you talked about the sort of six players you had through that sort of came through from um, – uh, the uh, was it Nelson College? Um, not Nelson College, wrong one. Um, Hastings Boys. Hastings Boys. Sorry, that's it. Mm. Hastings Boys. Um, that came through uh, and, and and performed really well last season. Uh, any other any sort of young names or any new names in the squad from this season that we should be um, looking out for? Uh, in terms of uh, young, um, probably Connor McLeod. He's a halfback that uh, is originally from St John's here in, in Hawke's Bay and studied in Otago. Got a couple of games for Otago last year and he's back in the Bay. So he's a good halfback prospect. Um, Angelo Tuatavuki, who's a, a winger outside back. Um, very, very young and uh, but very talented. So he's a guy in there. Um, and those young guys you mentioned from Hastings Boys, they're into, into their third season now of Mighty 10 Cup. So um, I guess... You know, the fact that they are young of age, they're not young of experience now. So we'd be looking to lean on them a bit more and expect them to, to step up into some of those voids that you've mentioned with guys leaving. So, yeah, you, 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 um, your Fakatabas, McClutchies, um, 
the Tuala's, uh, all, all uh, now considered practically what seasoned veterans after one season. Um, the well, yeah, well, a lot of those guys, Devin Flanders, uh, Keanu Kiridu Symes, um, Falau, Danny, they've been in super franchises for the last year or two. Uh, and Lincoln's come back from Dokomo in Japan, so he had um, he had a Japanese season under Marty Banks. So, um, when they come back with a confidence and into your third year, you're starting to get a, an understanding of what a professional environment looks like. So, to be fair, I've been pretty uh, happy and impressed with those younger guys um, in the early parts of our preseason. So we'll just wait and see how it unfolds, really, for them. Yeah, I'm not sure we're allowed to call him Marty Banks. I think he has to be the, the legend Marty Banks nowadays. Mm, the, mm. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, but also I mean, with, with someone like Ash Dixon, who I mean, also do um, caps, your, your captain there, also uh, we saw down in the, the Highlanders this year that, he, that look, he's, he's a very good mentor for the younger players, for looking after those players as well. Um, so whilst I joke a bit about them being seasoned veterans, there are some, uh, you, you, you haven't lost all your experience in there. You've got a good captain um, who, who knows how to, uh, how to, how to lead them. Um, you talk about Rex Stones, but also, I mean, uh, a, a player that I'm looking to looking forward to really um, pushing on it, um, is uh, Walker Lurie, uh, someone that I think is a has, has got a massive future I and mean, big boy as well in that in that entry. Mm-hmm. So you got a real real strong pack, and then also exciting backs there in um, that down, down there in Hawks Bay. Um, with this season being later in the year uh, and look, expecting to have to have dry weather conditions for for the games. Do you think we're going to see a faster-paced game, um, more attacking play, or, or how do you think the uh, the Mighty Cup, the style of play, might change uh, across the tournament this year? Yeah, I think it's going to be interesting. <clears throat> um, particularly, uh, like for us in the Bay, uh, it won't be uncommon through um, November, particularly, to have twenty-six to twenty-eight degrees uh, temperatures. So it's going to be hot. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how it impacts some of the sides particularly the bigger bigger teams that carry a bit more bulk and physicality and playing 80 minutes. Uh, I think the weather will have a bit of an effect in the back end of the season. Um, but, yeah, I'm expecting that we've got quite a few 2 o'clock and 4.35 kickoffs. So um, I think it's really exciting for provincial rugby and um, it's always a much better spectacle when you can throw, throw the ball around and, uh, traditionally at two o'clock or four thirty-five, you get a lot more families and kids to the grounds. So hopefully we'll get good crowds. It'll be sunny, and um, I think it, it, it bodes well for a good minor ten cup. Yeah, one of the points that one of the coaches has made is that, uh, that also you'll have mo- you'll have more quality training sessions um, because all the training sessions pretty much will be dry rather than having having to having some some wet slippery ones, which uh, which which don't actually reflect game day in the end. So yeah, the the, the but interesting one there about the site about the, some of the larger larger packs maybe struggling towards the end of the season um, maybe looking at some of the smaller packs trying to trying to move them around the pitch to tie them out. Yeah, I think so. I think certainly for us, we're not a big side anyway. Really, uh, we've got a few big guys there, but um, you know, I think the heat might help us towards the back end. Hopefully, with a bit of luck. Um, last season, obviously, you, you made it to the the, the finals of the of the championship. Just coming up short against uh, Bay of Plenty. Um, so, what does success look like this year for Hawks Bay? Is it around that result piece, or is it around development of players or interaction with the community? What's what does success look like? Well, ultimately, like for me, it's it's about winning. Um, that's what I'll be judged on, and the team will be judged on, and. Um, so winning games is, is a priority, but I think 
how we win and how we go about it or how we lose, but how we win obviously would be ideal. Um, and having an environment where the guys are happy to be in and can contribute and we get a good buy-in uh, from our players, that'll all contribute to the success um, and the wash-up of it all. But ultimately, it, it is semi-professional footy. Uh, even though it's a sprint, it is where we will all be judged on, on, on wins and losses, really. Um, so there we go. It's the yeah. A, a couple of coaches have come out and talked about actually being more about, or actually more about connecting with the community than actually their results. Maybe their um, uh, uh, um, maybe maybe the actual the private performance reviews uh, with their uh, CEOs might not go that way. We'll see. Um, the when one of the things that I've been asking all the coaches, because I think it gives us an idea as to how different coaches um, look at uh, look look at the game is. What's the apart from the scoreboard? What is the one key stat you look at on Monday morning after a game from your uh, that your performance performance analyst and producers for you? Um, well, there's a few key areas for us. Really, the scoreboard is like obviously really important, um, and then the injury list is probably secondary to that. Uh, where we where we stack up after the game with with the guys and their injuries and touching wood that it's. Uh, it's not too bad, but then after that, we get into uh, how we perform through our set piece, so scrum and line out, um, whether we were able to win ball and what sort of ball that was and if we were able to pressure them. And then the contact area is another big one. Um, so defensively around our tackle percentage and our dominant collisions in that space. And then the speed of our ball. And there's a few other areas in there, but essentially those are the, the key ones for me. And uh, territory and position, obviously, in there. So there's quite a lot. Um, like stats are interesting because like you can make them, manipulate them to, I guess, um, suit. You know what I mean. So they're not the be all and end all. They're a good guide, um, but often there's things that happen in a game which can explain some stats. If you know what I mean. So I think it's important to have a, a broad spectrum of stats to give you a, an insight into the performance. Um, of the team, but it's interesting. One of the first ones you look at, though, is 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 a tech is a perhaps a technique one, which is the or a technical one, which is the uh, kind of the 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 set piece and quality of quality of ball you get from that, and then also um, your your you, you speed of ball. Uh, other people talked about um, more about uh, um, I guess to me, I think the the the, the technical um, seem, seem to or the sort of professional stats seem to break down into technical ones and effort ones. Um, it's interesting to see which coaches focus more on the technical or focus more on the effort. Obviously, you all look at all of them, um, but it's mm. just uh, just getting that different focus from from, from different clubs, mm. uh, or different different um, provinces. Sorry. Um, so, thank you very much uh, for for your time uh, and insight into uh, in, 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 into Hawks Bay. Yeah. Um, we've uh, we're getting, as I say, we're trying to get around all of the uh, the provinces, folks. Please don't forget to like the uh, New Zealand Sports Radio Facebook page. Or if you prefer to listen on the go and then search for New Zealand Sports Radio on uh, iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, your favourite pod catcher. Um, all the uh, best, Mark, with the, for um, the Magpies this season. And I look forward to uh, catching up for you when you travel up north um, to where I'm based. Thank you. Cheers, Paul. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com.